Be transformed. Turn into a better version of yourself, the highest version of yourself. You could be so much stronger than this. You could be better than you are today. You could be the highest version you've never reached. I want you to look in the mirror and challenge that man in the mirror because you can lie to everybody in the world, but you can't lie to that mirror. You are now tuned in to the Decisive Point Podcast, where influence meets intellect, the keys to unlocking your full potential. Here's your host, Jeffrey Delgado. Good morning, everybody. Jeff Delgado. It is about six in the morning and I am pumped. It's Monday and uh, it's a holiday today and I'm so excited. I woke up early and I have all this adrenaline. So I started writing down notes on why sales professionals don't make it. And I know this doesn't sound like the most positive topic to talk about on a day you're feeling great, but sometimes I believe a lot of people get caught up in hype. They get caught up of being pumped up and always getting themselves excited, but they really don't hear the truth of what they really need to do. You agree with me on that? That means they get so fired up of getting pumped up, but they don't know what they're doing wrong and they don't realize what areas of their business they could adjust. So I just wrote down some notes. There could be uh, nine or 10 different points that I want to try to get through in today's podcast, and hopefully it serves you and it helps you whatever business that you're running. The first one, and I talked about this in the past. The first challenge that most people have is they don't truly believe in themselves. I would truly would like to let everyone know that no matter how pumped up you wake up sometimes, and maybe you don't, because I also mentioned sometimes I wake up and I'm not pumped up. But the one thing that could always seem to get me is the lack of believing in myself. And I would just doubt. So I'd wake up and I'd just doubt. Anybody ever feel that before? Or is that just me? You wake up, you just woke up, and you're already doubting yourself. I, I, I just never understood that. So I had to train myself to believe in myself. And, and you would think, why do you need to do that? Because you do. There, there's no class that says, hey, Jeff, you know, take class one, believe in yourself, class one, and see if you'll get an A. I, I would have I flunked that class because... I never believed in myself, and I believe that was a turning point of my career. Start telling yourself that you're great. I mean, I know that sounds like some pump-up stuff again, but in reality, if you don't uh, look at yourself as a winner, then you're not going to be a winner. And, and if eventually it starts to pile up on you to a point where your doubts are taking over your life, then it's time to make that change. Some of you may not have that problem at all, but if you're like me and you have that problem, then it's going to be a conscious effort every morning that you get up and you got to believe in what you, what, who you are, what you went through in your life, the years you put to understanding your product, the experience that you have, and you got to believe in that 100%, okay? Number one. Number two, most people don't truly believe in the product or service that they're offering. They may be only selling it because they need to get paid, because it's going to pay their bills and they want to make money. There's a huge difference of making money and a difference of truly having passion in what you do, truly believing in your core that what you offer is great for that client. If you believe they should have it, let's say you had the ultimate product that they must own, then you could, and you believe in your core, it'll be that much easier to offer it because of the belief system in your voice, the belief system in your attitude. Everything shows when you believe in your product. And most people, believe it or not, they don't believe in their product. Number three, the failure to set and achieve goals. 
And you could call this the fail to plan. You've heard that many times. You know, they don't just plan to fail. They fail to plan. I call it they have no strategy. They never put a winning strategy to win. I hear a lot of people in my career saying, I'm so pumped right now. But they don't do anything with that. There's nothing wrong with being pumped and excited. I think it's enthusiasm is critical. I think you would agree. If you can't be excited, I mean, you can't go anywhere. I, I think that makes sense, correct? But for most people, getting pumped is that's where it stops. They're just pumped or, pumped up and running around, and they don't have a strategy, a plan. They don't have anything to execute. And if you put together a plan, even if the plan fails, it's okay. But putting together a plan is critical. Number four, and this is my favorite, I mean, really not my favorite, my favorite to challenge, and I hope that it's true. I like to believe what I'm going to say right now, but I call it just pure laziness. Now, I have a belief that people aren't just lazy. Um, I heard this, I believe it was from a Tony Robbins uh, CD I listened to years ago, where he said people aren't just lazy, they just don't have big enough goals. And and maybe that is accurate. Maybe that's 100% accurate. People aren't just lazy. They just have lazy goals. But I'd like to challenge that to make it urgent. For example, if it was an urgent goal, that means your family doesn't eat if you don't bring home uh, a sale or you don't you don't get the result you need. That's, a, that's slightly urgent. I know it is. But if you could work in that type of urgency, then you may work that much harder. And maybe you aren't lazy. You know, maybe you're lazy because things are already working out for you. Maybe you're lazy because you're getting supported by somebody else. Maybe you're lazy because you really already get a salary. Nothing wrong with that, by the way. But that's already kept you comfortable. So there's no urgency to move forward because you already get money every single two weeks and you're good enough like that. But for the, dri the, the driven, determined dreamer and, and guy that goes out there and makes it happen, you can't be lazy. You know, you could also put too lazy to prepare, too lazy to get up in the morning, to get dressed, too lazy to put a plan together, too lazy to make that first call. I mean, whatever you want to call it. People want to change their life, but sometimes, you know, lazy just creeps in. Number, number five, failure to master and total have knowledge of the product that they offer or their service. Um, some people are just great at influence where they could close a sale no matter what they sell. I heard people, you know, you've heard this before. I could sell ice to Eskimo. I could sell this. I could sell that. Okay. You just give me a client and I could close. I hear that all the time. But if they don't know their product in today's day and age, they're going to be eliminated. Today, people are smart. The social media, the internet has made people smarter than the person presenting that product. So you better know your stuff. And I would imagine you would agree with that as well. Number uh, number six is what I consider to be failure to learn sales or to study the fundamental of sales. I think sales trainings are all over the internet, okay? There's no shortage of sales training courses. There's really just shortage of people who take them. You know what I mean? There's all kinds of sales trainings you can take out there. And that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be great, but it's great to get as much knowledge as possible of understanding sales. 
you know, and, and there's a lot of different books out there. One of my favorites when I was growing up in sales was Tom Hopkins because he would give real life training topics on, you know, how to do this, what to say to your client. And, you know, he would give out like different closing techniques or strategies. And I thought that was great because it gave me a fundamental beginning of, you know, what I would say to a client during a presentation. But I think most people, they fail to grow in the business of sales. They think sales is just influence. They don't believe sales has anything to do with mastery of their craft. And anytime someone doesn't want to master their craft, they always end up having a ceiling. They only go so far because they don't take it to another level. Now, number seven, failure to cope with change or adapting to change. The world's moving fast. Companies that used to be big are gone because they didn't adapt to change. Same today. Today, no matter who you are, because of what we had to go through during the pandemic, we obviously have to deal with virtual business today. Restaurants had to make drastic changes to how they would do more takeout orders. And all these businesses out there that were using Zoom as their only way to communicate. That's why Zoom stock was so high is because everybody's using Zoom or some sort of a webinar platform. So the ability to adapt to change is critical because you never know what happens. You don't know what the future brings. And when the world shifts, you have to shift. You can't say, I've been doing it like this my whole life. Yeah, but you could also be eliminated. I, I remember the days when I used to go to a store called Montgomery Ward. How many remember those stores? If you're old enough to know that. I remember Circuit City. I remember seeing a compact computer. Okay, I, I just remember certain companies that used to be some of the best companies in the world that are eliminated today because their inability to adapt and change. So as a professional in sales, you must adapt and change as well. Number eight, too darn greedy. And I say this, um, and I don't want to challenge anybody's belief system. I believe the more you help people, the more success follows you. That's just me. Um, don't get me wrong. I love to obviously, you know, support and take care of my family. No question about it. It's always been my goal is to protect my family, that my daughter and my kids and my wife. We wouldn't have to go through things that maybe other uh, things I had to go through in my life that I don't even want to talk about on this on this episode. So to protect my kids and my wife. I worked hard, but I also don't, you ever want to get to a point where you're greedy. Greedy means you never give. You never want to help anybody else. You always hold on and it's just for you. You just want to get paid and that's it. I've heard people say, I just got to get paid. Have you ever heard that before? I need to be paid. And normally when you hear people say that, they're normally the ones not making that much money. And the ones that are doing well, they never really talk about how much they need to be paid. It's more, how do I serve others? Not how do I get paid more? And don't get me wrong, I, I love to see a family or an individual excel in the world of sales because I know there's no ceilings. There's nothing wrong with make as much money as you can. Nothing wrong with that. But if it changes you to a point where you're greedy and it's all about you, then it's turning you into something that I don't believe is your highest version of yourself. And so you just want to make sure that you're not trying to be a person that's all about you. It's about others. Help others and everything comes your way. Okay? Next is failure to deliver what you promised. Empty promises. You say one thing to your client and you do another. 
You tell them you're going to be there and you don't show up. You say you're going to be early and you're late. You know, you'll say it'll be delivered by this day and it's not delivered. You know, this is this happens all the time. Simple as a phone call. When you tell someone, hey, I'm going to call you back in about 10 minutes. And you don't call them back till the next day. Or, you know, I'll, I'll see you. I'll see you tomorrow. And then you fake on them. You know, so there's so many different ways of not delivering on your promise that you get to a point where you're no longer someone that someone could trust. And I believe that's what happens in sales when the client do not believe their, their salesperson because he says one thing and he does another. Okay. The next, and I'll call this number nine, is the failure to understand that you'll be luckier the harder you work. If you work hard, you get luckier. I hear a lot of people who's told me in my life, Jeff, you always seem to get lucky. And inside, I go, man, they just don't realize how hard it is to sometimes get lucky. Now, don't get me wrong. Some people could just get lucky because of the fact that, you know, they, they won the lottery or something, right? Or they, they got their car, their number called on a, you know, some sort of, a, you know, I don't know, a raffle or something. But in the business of sales, my opinion, sales is about persistence and consistency. And you have to be persistent of having a schedule, persistent of working hard, persistent to get up tomorrow and do it again. Persistent every day, even when you don't want to do it. See, it's not what you do when you when you want to do it. It's easy to do things when you want to do it. But it's it's you find out what you're about when you don't want to do it and you still do it. That's what I'm talking about. And that's the hard work. I remember going to an appointment. It was pouring rain and it was foggy and I couldn't see the road. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I could die. But that's how bad I had. That's how hard I had to work. And it was about an hour away from my home. And I remember, I remember thinking I was driving and saying, man, I have a hard business. But it was worth it. You know, the result turned out to be amazing. So I always remember that drive because it made a big difference. Also, I could add here, you know, even though it's a different topic altogether, is don't blame anybody else uh, for your, your shortcomings. It's never anybody else's fault that you're lazy. It's never anybody else's fault that you don't take care of your business. Don't blame other people for your lack. I think a lot of people, they, they play the blame game all the time. And they're constantly blaming other people uh, for their failures in life. And failure is just, you know, making bad mistakes or consistently having bad judgment. But the re reality is people blame other people all the time. And I, don't, I like to encourage you not to do that. And the last one that I'll say is lack of persistence. You know, the, the inability to keep pushing and keep asking, you know, keep pushing and keep going no matter how hard it gets. you got to be persistent. You know, you got to go after. You got to be able to take no for an answer. It's okay to get as many no's that you that you you, you have to get in order to get that yes. Remember the song that I was it was years ago. I sing this song. It was no 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 yes no 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 yes no 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 yes. And then you think about that song was how many no's did a person have to go through in that song to get a yes? And and that's how it is. And many people in, in sales, they get in the sales and they get a couple of no's and they quit. And that's just the beginning. You know, getting no's is part of it. Get excited for no's. Just when you have a no, always say, great, that means my next one's close. I'm closer to my yes, because this guy said no. 
Every time you get a no, you're closer to the next yes. But you'll never get another yes if you quit. That's for sure. Okay? And, you know, I'll add to this last one before we close the day, because I'm kind of pumped, as you can tell, is the lack of a positive attitude. I don't know what number this is, 10, maybe 10.5, you could call it. But the lack of a positive attitude and this was my biggest challenge in the past where I just didn't think positive. I was just easily negative. You ever heard the guy that says, well, oh, I'm playing devil, devil's advocate. Yeah, he's just being negative. I don't care how you look at it. And all the time I see people like that, they're never really good in sales. They may get a couple of big sales here and there. But the ones who take it to the next level, I'm talking multiple six-figure, seven-figure incomes, are the guys and girls that have a, such a positive attitude and other people want to be around them. And that's the bottom line fact. Because people want to buy from people they like. No one wants to buy from a negative, irritated, upset, not in a good mood, always grouchy person. And so... My thing, my challenge today, and if you have these challenges, and I've had many of these challenges, not all of them at some point in my career, if you, if that is something that, if these things help you, then, you know, try to do your best to get better every day and change the direction of your business and hopefully change the direction of your life. So hopefully have a great day, everybody. Thank you again for listening. Please subscribe. And I hope that this uh, podcast serves you today. Have a great one, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, show your support by subscribing or leaving a rating and a review. Until next time, this is the Decisive Point Podcast with your host, Jeffrey Delgado.